Hello and welcome to the Viva Wellness Podcast. My name is Jarrell. I'm Rachel. That was such a formal, like eloquent way you just did that intro. I switched it up a little bit. Okay, I was like, not right. Like, wow, that's so nice. <laughs> what a nice, calming way to enter the podcast. I feel like I ruined it a little bit, but good effort. All good. Yes, all good. Thank you to everyone who joined us. We hope you're doing well on this, I was going to say Friday, but whatever day you're happening to listen to this podcast. Yeah. So we want to talk today about a really fun, and I'm kind of being sarcastic when I say that, topic that floats around social media, floats around tabloids. Is that what people Mm -hmm. call them? Like their tabloids? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure I got the lingo right. That's, That's good of me. That basically we have this conversation every time a celebrity does something unusual, let's Mm -hmm. say, and this conversation kind of goes on forever and it becomes a source of memes and people go back and forth on social media about it. I'm envisioning Britney Spears circa what, 2007 that was? Oh, I don't even I don't even know. Am I wrong? I don't know. Anyway, Britney Spears, when she had some difficulties, Mm -hmm. um, Lindsay Lohan comes to mind. Well, who is that? The Amanda person that was on the Nickelodeon show. Amanda Bynes. Thank you. Yeah, that was a good one. That's another good one. And more Mm -hmm. recently, and I guess still ongoing because I'm pretty sure he still insists he's running for president in like Wisconsin, Kanye West. Mm Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of examples of celebrities gone wild in the public Mm -hmm. view and then the understandable and predictable commentary that kind of follows. And while we think that it's all meant in good fun most of the time and, you know, sometimes it gets a little malicious. People are mean on social media, like for sure, dangerous to celebrities. It's pretty crazy. But generally speaking, I think people mean it in like, good fun let's say Mm -hmm. you know it's funny when people do some ridiculous things but we want to talk today about why maybe we need to shift that conversation a little bit to actually have it be helpful and also not damaging to people who happen to be suffering from mental health concerns yeah so which example would you like to start with Jarrell? I just gave you like a ton. You pick them. And disclaimer, I am not a pop culture person. Jarrell is a pop culture person. So I kind of just emptied all of my knowledge <laughs> about these situations. And so Jarrell, pick one and tell yeah. us about it. <laughs> there are definitely more um, because I pay attention to these things. Are there more? Like who yeah. else is Demi doing- Lovato. Oh, why? Uh, yeah. Like she's been open about like, uh, substance abuse, eating disorder, um, yeah, like there's, I mean, there, there, there have to be more that just aren't coming to mind. But did she do something that seems insane? Well, no, like she, I think that the way her situation went down, it was largely behind the scenes. Okay. Um, but she's, uh, I, I'll, so I guess I'll you know, say why I mentioned her in particular, because I think that her, her example is really interesting because one, she is Latina and that's an interesting point of conversation. I think that's been really helpful to have someone like her um, speak about these issues, mental health issues in pop culture. And, but also like, she's also gotten a lot of crap um, from people like trolls on the internet Um as like, uh, as like time has went on, like certain things will pop up, like, you know, so she, 
was has been open about struggling with an eating disorder. And so after all that, you know, obviously there are moments where she's like, she's young and she, you know, is attractive. And so she'll post something on social media and, you know, would get a lot of like flack for like, oh, like, why are you showing your body? I thought you like this and that, or like, oh, you, you should still go eat something or you should probably cut back because like your ass is too big now. Like people really sort of laying into her about really serious health issues, um, but like people feel entitled to comment on it. And I think just from like a, a social media perspective, her, uh, the way she's handled and navigated that whole situation is really interesting. And I think a relatively good example of like how people can try their best to deal with things. Um, but yeah, like she hasn't had at least nothing that was super mainstream of like, oh, like she's really like, just like in a different plane that that's true. Like that has, at least I'm not aware of. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the conversations about mental health and in pop culture um, is really interesting. I, I'm naturally drawn to the most recent kind of big example, which would be Kanye. Um, and obviously a lot of people have a lot of strong feelings about Kanye, self-included. And just thinking about like, for instance, so he's been open about saying I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And it's just interesting because there's a conversation about all the things that he's doing and whether or not you can attribute that to his mental health issues and how much of that you can attribute to that. And so I would say just like on the, uh, on the more, I guess, conservative and like practical, practically informed position is that, you know, I've worked with clients with bipolar disorder who aren't racist, <laughs> shocking, <laughs> shocking. Um, aren't raging narcissists and um, all these sorts of things. And so I, it's just always a really tricky conversation because, you know, I have, we as licensed mental health professionals have a very different perspective on like what you can attribute to any one thing. And so it's just really, I find it very frustrating to be online and have see conversations about this because I tend to not get into them too much because usually like you're screaming into a void. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's just where I start with all this right now. Yeah. And it's interesting you bring that up because I think that almost now divides the topic into two different categories mm. of that, how we respond to people in the public eye who are very open about mental health struggles, which let's be real in the past and currently mm. are treated as weak or there's something wrong with you compared mm -hmm. to if the same person was like, I have cancer. It's right. just not treated the same way. Yeah. And at the same time, not necessarily people who openly come out and say, I've been diagnosed with this, but rather have very public meltdowns mm -hmm. and how we talk about that with significantly less compassion yeah. than if somebody like had a heart attack in the middle of the street. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause they're pretty much the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. An 
crisis. treated condition yeah. all of a sudden explodes. And for anybody who's ever seen somebody who has experienced cardiac arrest or a stroke or a seizure, like they can come on really suddenly and it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's how you figure out like, oh, I need a pacemaker. Right. It's not like a always a slow burn of like, oh, you know, my chest is tight. Let me go to the doctor. Cool. I get surgery without passing out in the middle of a meeting at work and having it be super embarrassing and public and everyone knows what happened. Yeah. And so I think that's an important distinction. And for the former category of just compassion for people who are open about it, mm-hmm. I am always so in awe of somebody who's willing to share that journey and yeah. what they've been through because like they don't owe you shit. Yeah. They don't need to do that. And because most things in life come back to CC Sabathia for me. Um, that's the example that Mm. I think of is that in 2012, when he openly stated that he was leaving the team early, albeit it wasn't that early. That was a horrible playoff series, but left the team early to go into rehab for alcoholism. Mm -hmm. And he was very open about that and detailed his struggles and detailed why and the experience that led him to that point. And for a man and especially a black man and especially an athlete, that's immensely difficult to be that vulnerable and open. And honestly, he didn't have to do that. Right. They could have the Yankees PR is on point. Right. They could have just said it's an undisclosed injury and that would have been it. Like he would have shown up next season and no one would have questioned it past like the two weeks he actually missed or however long it was. Right. And I know that there were some really unfortunate comments because my God, people can be really mean. Yeah. But the importance of that and why I'm so grateful is because that moves the conversation forward because people then look at celebrities and say, well, if Demi Lovato can be open about this and like she struggles with this, Mm -hmm. oh wow, I'm not alone. And it's really a gift that they're giving people. And so I would say, and I feel like anyone who's listening to this is probably, hopefully not the type of person who's going to spew Twitter hate at a celebrity or anyone for that matter. Yeah. But I think it just reiterates the importance of like, if someone shares that they're struggling with something related to mental health, please treat it in the same way that you would treat it if somebody told you they were diagnosed with cancer and not question them and not be skeptical of it. Like, well, you know, are you really struggling with bipolar disorder? Like, are you really suffering from alcoholism? Is that really what's happening to you? Right. Or are you trying to sell tickets or your new album or whatever? right replace it with cancer like if you would not say that to somebody who told you they had stage four lung cancer don't say it to somebody who says that they are struggling with major depressive disorder yeah for sure yeah i think go ahead no i was just gonna say i think it's just important to like approach as you said as you're saying i'm just kind of expounding upon that it's just to approach those those moments with like sincerity and compassion as opposed to anything else, because I totally agree with you in that it is absolutely a gift. Like someone in the, as a public figure speaking up about their health, their mental health, it is such a gift because it helps us have these conversations, especially in households who don't normally have those conversations. You know, it helps peel away um, the taboo-ness of it all to have someone like Demi Lovato say, yeah, I struggle with body image, even though most of the world sees me as this attractive, super talented, um, extroverted kind of like performer who's on top of the world, you know? 
um, yeah, it's just, it's just really important to just take that pause, take that beat and say, thank you for this gift. And I hope that you get what you need. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Cece. Yeah. One day he's going to listen to something (laughs) in which I mention him. Yes. And I don't know what will happen next. He'll like be my friend. Yes. Something like that will happen. Um, But then I feel like on the other side, which maybe is less straightforward Mm. are public meltdowns. Mm -hmm. So like Britney Mm -hmm. Spears, Lindsay Lohan. And while I am grateful that despite the trolls, I think when people are open and vulnerable and share their story, I like to think that the majority of the conversation around it is supportive. You get the people who suck, but there are a lot of people who don't. Yeah. But I think when you see someone outwardly having a mental health struggle without that explanation and it gets messier yeah people are less supportive and more willing to turn it into a joke yeah and i'm gonna be real sometimes it's funny yeah the actual actions are funny um before viva for anyone who doesn't know i and jarell too actually forgot about this (laughs) we worked with people who in housing programs that were severely mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that they said or did were comical. Yeah. It may have been a symptom of their mental illness. It may not have been. I think actually right. most of it wasn't. Yeah. But even sometimes where like people are really struggling, it's funny in yeah. retrospect, at least like the story of how this plays out can be really funny because it's just so bizarre. Right. So Fun story, Jarell and I shared a client at one point, an apartment of clients. I had one of them and he had the roommate. And my client's roommate was decompensating. He was suffering from a mental illness, a severe mental illness, and he was decompensating. And at one point, how this played out is that he got up at like five o'clock in the morning and went to his roommate's room and ripped the door off the hinges and yelled, no more privacy. Yeah. Like it, when I tell that story to people, like that gets a laugh because like, right. what a, it's so absurd. What an, exactly, like, what yeah. an absurd thing. And also really funny. The line, the one liner is right. just epic. Right. Like, no more privacy. Right. All right. But, and that's fine. I, I'll put that disclaimer out. Like yeah. that's fine. We recorded a podcast episode previously about the importance of finding humor in really mm-hmm. difficult, challenging situations. Go listen to it. But sometimes you need to do that because like sometimes it is ridiculous and you pause Mm -hmm. and you're like, what is happening right now? Right. But what has to come next is compassion and awareness of how serious that situation is. That's not normal, healthy behavior. Right. That's not a rational act. One should not rip doors off the hinges and the strength of that man to do so. Wow. Like terrifying. Right. Like I'm impressed. Never in my life would I imagine I would be able to do something like that. Would you ever try? Just sure. like just yeah. try For that on your bedroom door and see, like, get back. No, <laughs> then I have to repair my bedroom door. Actually, I won't have to repair it because nothing will happen. It's a pandemic. Like, you're bored. There's something to do. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but someone who does that is clearly not okay. Right. And I think what the problem becomes is in mainstream media, we don't get to that next part. You yeah. think it's funny because somebody shows up randomly with a shaved head and you're like, whoa, what? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. weird. But then we don't get to the part where we say, that's also concerning because this is a really 
out of character, extreme reaction to something. And maybe this person needs help. And we need to start getting to that place rather than just making more memes. Yeah, for sure. No, I remember when um, that one moment for Britney Spears happened. Obviously, I was a lot younger. Um, And yeah, I mean, she attacked a car with an umbrella. Right. With with a bald head all of a sudden. And you're like, what is going on here? Like, what? How? What? So many questions. And then, you know, obviously, so that happened, like, for the most part, I think, really just, like, out of context for most people. Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, like, Britney was attacking a car with an umbrella. And we're like, what? This is wild. And then, you know, as, like, things became clearer, like, there's more articles or whatever started coming out about it. It's like, oh, there may have been substance abuse and related mental health issues and, like, so many things going on, which... I think means she still has a conservatorship to this day. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and, but even people, uh, I mean, secondary tangent is like the conversations about that. People are just like, Oh, well, she's watch free Brittany. She's in prison. And I'm just like, dude, like she's been fine. The person is her father. Seems like she's okay enough. Like leave it alone. You don't know the details of all that. Anyway. Um, but yeah, it's just like that that moment of taking a step back and saying, okay, what, even just if you think about yourself, right? If, think about yourself and what it would take for that to ha- for you to do that, right? Think about what kind of mental place you would have to be in to all of a sudden shave your head and attack someone's car with an umbrella. Like you would need help. Right like a lot of help and like probably in an incredible amount of pain to feel like that's, that was what you had to do. Right. Something's not okay. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. Just Mm -hmm. something's not okay. And I think it's easy to make fun of public figures. I don't know why. I mean, I personally never really got the whole like, humor that was literally just based on mocking someone who wasn't like trying to be funny. Um, But I think that's just a general theme that it's easy. That's what people do. Isn't that Mm -hmm. what TMZ is essentially made for? I don't really know. That's the point. No, no. no. Okay. I mean, they definitely do that. Um, I was going to say it's also evolved. It's also evolved over the years. Okay, good. Good So it's better in some ways, but worse in others. So. Oh, sad. Yeah. I remain neutral then, I guess. Yeah, I don't really watch it. I used to watch it, but not anymore because I'm like, yeah. I don't oh, like it's a TV anymore. show. It's a, a TV, TV show now. Yeah. Huh. And still the website. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Learned something new today. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just part of our culture. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes celebrities do ridiculous things. And like, that's cool, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, there's definitely publicity stunts and there's definitely Mm -hmm. people who act extra on purpose because it's part of their brand and whatever. I won't call anyone out. But that's definitely a thing. But that is very different than somebody who is beating a car with an umbrella. Mm -hmm. I was about to say beating an umbrella with a car, which like would be... Boss. Right. (laughs) Like also, (laughs) I worse. Like that's more concerning. But But impressive. Right. Right. But 
that's not okay. And, you know, people might be asking, well, okay, well, what's the big deal? Like you just said, these things are funny. They're ridiculous. Like, why can't we laugh? And you can, but you also have to do the other side of it. And for the reason of, you know, obviously Britney Spears made it out. Okay. Yeah. Um, Clearly got the help she needed, which is Mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. And celebrities often have the resources to do that. And the Mm -hmm. people around them to help. Um, if not just logistically and usually they end up being okay. Right. Hopefully most of, and actually, as I say this now, I mm-hmm. think like there are probably examples in the past where, you know, some Horrible. of the celebrity deaths, yep. maybe they weren't so okay. Yep. So that's one reason why maybe we need to be a little bit more compassionate, but I mean, cause celebrities are people too. Yep. But on the other hand, I think what happens is when you see someone clearly struggling with their mental health maybe not to the extreme that someone watching is like that they're the celebrity's behavior is way more out there. Like the person listening is not beating car with umbrella level, Mm -hmm. but maybe they've engaged in similar behaviors or some of the behaviors Mm -hmm. that led up to the big meltdown. Mm -hmm. And now they're watching all of these people mock it and say these nasty things about the person. They're probably not going to seek out help either. Yeah. Because why would they not get the same reaction? Some of the people who might be making fun of the celebrity might be their friends and family. So Mm -hmm. why would they treat the other person all that differently? And then you have people suffering needlessly. Mm -hmm. And again, you wouldn't do the same thing if someone had a seizure. So why are we doing it if somebody has a mental health episode? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, mean, that question is because it's stigmatized, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that like the other thing to keep in mind is that we've all done things. I would say maybe most of us, if not all of us have done things in which out of context or even in context, we're just ridiculous, right? Like, I don't know. A lot of times this happens like after a breakup, (laughs) right? You're just like really, (laughs) really going through it. And you're like, all right, like I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't know, buy this new car that like I didn't really financially prepare for, or um, I'm going to take this trip and go like a couple thousand dollars in debt because I need to feel better. Like that's not rational. Right. But um, there are things that we've deemed socially acceptable. And so when people and other things we haven't, and so when people fall out of that line, especially if they're in the public eye, we seem to view them very harshly. Which is dangerous. Right. It's not fair. And I think that's a good analogy. And shout out to the kitchen floor of my friend that I sat on during my last awful breakup, just because for some reason her kitchen floor was comforting. Not really sure why to this day. I don't know why, but it it did its job. I sat there for like four hours Mm -hmm. and with multiple people being like, would you like to sit on a chair? Would you like to sit on a couch? (laughs) I would not. I would like to remain seated next to the fridge. Like leave me alone. Right. That's weird. Right. That's weird. And if no one knew the context of what was happening for me, I really hope that if I ever, when my husband came home, was ever just sitting on the kitchen floor by the fridge that mm-hmm. he'd be like, Hey, right. what's happening? Right. <laughs> like what's up right now? This is <laughs> right. weird. And it's similar reaction to the point that like probably would find that a little funny slash be concerned, right. but we have to add in that concerned piece because that is a cry for help. 
It's very cliche to say that, but it's Mm -hmm. a cry for help. And for everyone who is very big on therapy for everyone, and I want to break the mental health stigma, and like, how can I help people get help, but then are also like mocking Kanye Mm -hmm. for some of the quote unquote crazy things he does, Mm -hmm. or mocking Donald Trump because, oh, he has dementia. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things you can mock Donald Trump for, but like maybe not dementia. Yeah. Because that's a serious condition that is actually needing to be taken with a modicum of seriousness if in fact that is a diagnosis that he has. Right. And just treating all of the mental health conditions the same way that you would treat a medical condition is what helps reduce the stigma. Yeah. And so it's something to just check yourself on if you're not treating it the same way if you come across a celebrity who's quote unquote having a breakdown. Yeah. And I I think that like the point you made earlier, just about, you know, the people in your life are going to see and feel that, right. Whatever your reaction is to them. And, you know, while, you know, maybe they don't have, uh, they don't end up having like a public breakdown. Right. And so maybe there's not that one-to-one comparison, but the thing is, is that, whatever difficult thing that they're holding in and trying to like hold on to, they're much less likely to trust you with that. They're much less likely to see you as a safe person because if, if nine times out of 10, when something around mental health is happening with a celebrity, you're laughing and you're not saying, okay, but like, seriously, like what's going on? Like I'm kind of concerned. Then, you know, the assumption is that, like you wouldn't take their pain, their hurt, their confusion, their whatever seriously either. And, you know, it's, I understand that like we need to have this balance between being able to be humorous and enjoy humor and absurdity. Um, but also like we need to be accountable to like the messages we send to the people around us. And sometimes that's direct, like, oh, I think people with in- mental illness are crazy. Or sometimes it's indirect in which you're commenting on Kanye and this person's like, oh, well, I kind of had the same thought or I've been having the same issue. Maybe I can't talk to you about it. Right. I feel like the moral of the story is just be nice to people. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> it, it is, but I think it's also like, I don't know, take it further, right? Like take it further than just being nice, like, think about what, think about your stuff when it comes to mental health and emotional health. Look at your biases and your prejudices, you know, so that you can one, take care of yourself better, but also be there for the people around you because they're counting on you. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point too, especially when you think about you know, like you said, not even just in the bizarre behavior, because yeah, yeah, I mean, that's not something you're going to see very often, hopefully. But even in just ways you're talking about mental health, generally, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you make a comment about like, oh, the person is just always anxious about something, like I wish they would just shut up. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, this person's complaining about that. She's sad about her breakup again. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, how annoying. I mean, yeah, like you're allowed to feel all kinds of things in response to someone in like both of those examples talking about the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But I would just say too, just think more about 
how you're sharing it if you have to share those feelings with someone else or how you're sharing it. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I would imagine, hopefully, the other sentiment is kind of like, wow, I am concerned for this person because they keep talking about how sad they are after this breakup. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's how you frame it when you're talking about someone else rather than like, oh, they're annoying me. Right. Right. Same message, but one's a lot nicer and also more welcoming if the person you're talking to ever needs anything from you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And how we talk to ourselves matters too, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're always in your head being like, well, someone emoting or someone sharing their feelings is annoying. Well, what are you going to think about yourself when you need to do the same thing? Mm -hmm. Probably not going to share yourself. And this is how mental health stigma gets perpetuated. Mm -hmm. So everyone should just be talking with compassion. Yeah. Especially on social media. We all need more of that. I mean, that's a hard ask, clearly. But. Why, though? <laughs> well, you know, this I don't know. There's been research about it. Like, people just, you know, you just lose your decorum, your sense of decorum online. A lot of people have a hard time and say things they wouldn't normally say, do things they wouldn't normally do. Yeah. Should we, like do an episode analyzing why people are mean online. I like pause because I feel like that's nice, but also would really stress me out. I'm taking back that question. I mean, I don't know. Good. I mean, good news is that there's actually been research. So that's true. Yeah. It just is very sad. So at the end of the day, I think both with mental health concerns, just generally, like you never know what someone's going through. Please think twice before you shame someone on Twitter. Yeah. A hundred percent. Just, Think twice and actually just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. Very rarely does someone deserve to be shamed on Twitter. Just generally speaking, especially if they're being open about their health struggles, just don't shame people on social media or to their face. Yeah. If you take nothing else away from this conversation, please follow that moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you to everyone who joined again. Uh, if you would like to spread love on social media, you can reach us at Viva Wellness NYC on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to spread even more love, do podcast platforms count as social media? Mm. Do they? What Not would they really. be? They're just platforms. But like what category are they in? I don't, I don't think they have one. Oh. I think they're their own category. Oh. Because they serve no other purpose really it's a little sad like Mm. they don't have a friend to hang out with anyway (laughs) if you'd like to spread some love on your favorite podcast platform please leave us a rating and review we appreciate all feedback and if you enjoyed this episode or another one that you've listened to please feel free to share with a friend or repost on social media and we'll say thank you and share your post and everyone wins that way all love on social media no shame no hatred more love on social media Um, And hopefully you will join us again for a future episode. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. Bye.